Hey, Carly, did you know that Autostraddle is fundraising right now? Oh my God, Reese, I did know that. I'm so glad you brought this up. Oh, this is so awesome. I'm so glad we're talking about this right away. Um, Autostraddle.biz right now, we are fundraising to keep Autostraddle going in this year because digital ad sales are still super, super, super low to non-existent. And so we are really relying on your support to get us through so we can keep doing the vital and important work that we are doing and publishing those posts that teach you all the things you need to know about how to be gay and how not to be gay. And also, you know, about the movies and TV shows that you love and politics and all the wonderful things that we do and all the wonderful articles that we write. Would you say that Autostraddle is the most popular and well-known independent queer media site in the world? I actually would say that, yeah. That's incredible and it sounds like that's a really valuable thing to have for the community and it would be just a shame if it had to shut down or something awful like that. Especially during this time when so many online newspapers and magazines have had to do big cuts and cut their staff and cut their rates. We haven't done any of that. That's And that is because of your support. Yeah. That's incredible. Where else are you going to find... Nowhere. ...a website that's going to recap every queer movie or TV show that you've ever wanted to read about or talk about important books that you maybe didn't read or current events Mm -hmm. or other important things to the community through an incredibly intersectional lens. And might I add, also be the reason that this podcast exists. That's right, To Ellen Beck is an Autostraddle production. It sure is. The thing about that that I think is interesting is that autostraddle.com is this sort of contained world, but the podcast exists out of that space. It sure does, yeah. And I think that people who love the podcast, if you wanted to support the fundraiser um i think is there a way that they can kind of like leave some sort of a, a message or like a thank you specifically saying how much they love to ellen back they absolutely sure can there is an option when you give or when you buy one of our amazing fundraiser perks which are super super cute so fucking cute they are super super that cute you can leave a message on our wall and if you leave a message and you say that you love the podcast then that will make us look really good and popular that's amazing i mean imagine a future where otter straddle is putting out more podcasts. That would be wonderful because um, I love podcasts. I love podcasts too. I mean, I mostly listen to this podcast, but if Autostraddle had other podcasts, I would listen to Autostraddle's other podcasts also. Yeah, I listen to other people's other podcasts. Why wouldn't I listen to Autostraddle's other podcasts? That would be incredible. So I think if you're especially here for the audio content, make sure you Mm -hmm. let us know. I am here for the audio content. Yeah. Let us know that you are a supporter of the podcast, that you love that Australia is doing podcasts, that you love this podcast, that you love our hair and our words, our thoughts and our noises. More noises, please. We make all kinds of cool noises and have a lot of impressive thoughts. Most of our own sound effects even, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. So, you know, if you have the ability to support autostraddle.com's fundraiser, you're going to want to go to autostraddle.biz check out all the perks the new merch is so cute there's stickers there's notebooks there's a bag i kind of probably am gonna try to get all of it it's so good but um now is the time and every little bit counts you know help save queer independent media now more important than it ever has been that's true you say that every time and And every every time time it gets more important So support autostraddle.com's fundraiser by going to autostraddle.biz. And now, on to the show. I love this podcast. 
Shouting, laughing, moving, fisting, fighting, fucking, crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way. It's the way that we live. It's the way that we live. And I Hi, I'm Reese. And I'm Carly. And this is To Ellen Back, a podcast about the L word. All of the L word. (laughs) That was cute. I know, that was cute. Every single episode. Every episode of the L word. Mm -hmm. So many episodes so that we're in fact now on season six, which are these even episodes? Yeah. Or are they just experiments? Yeah. I think they're variety shows. I think they're scientific experiments, actually. That's true. Yeah. You can't forget science. That's what I always say every science day. Science is so important. But I have forgotten a lot of science. I mean, I've I forgotten really a lot of, of the specifics, but I would say that it's uh-huh. still a part of my life. You know, I am an organism in the world. Did you get the... Um, that's fine. <laughs> no, it was it was stupid. Um, no one needs to hear it. Uh, <sighs> sorry. I'm just minimizing myself like always. Please stop it. Speaking of things that should be minimal, today we're talking about episode 603. That's the third episode of the sixth season of The L Word, a hit program on the network Showtime that aired in 2009, back when we were young. Young. <laughs> 11, when we were 11 um, years younger than we are now. Yeah, when, and less, so much less mature. Oh, yeah. We are so up. much more mature now. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, This episode's title is LMFAO, which immediately made me think of perhaps the most famous uncle-nephew duo in music, the band LMFAO. I mean, what a time, right? Yeah. yeah. Did you know that? That that one guy was an uncle and the other guy was the nephew? Like that's those two guys. I didn't. I didn't know they were related. Our very special guest is also shaking their head because they also (laughs) didn't know that. I think it's time to introduce them. Um, Rhea Butcher, are you are you there? Are you on the line? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm here. You got me on the line. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right here. (laughs) Welcome. What's up? That was such a great. Just brought me right in. I love just to get the hell on here. (laughs) Yeah, just get in here. Let's talk about this group LMFAO. I went and saw. I saw them perform live in New York once because I was working at Logo and we did a bunch of stuff with them inexplicably. Are they gay or something? I don't know shit about, okay, of course not. No, not at all. All I know (laughs) is No one was gay then. No, that was before anyone was, I wasn't even, no, I was was super gay. I was working at Logo (laughs) and me and a bunch of my coworkers, we all went to their show and somebody, somehow someone pulled a fire alarm or like we almost died and we got evacuated by the New York fire department. And that's my relationship to the band LMFAO. Well, Why yeah, is I don't this even... episode called this? I guess because Beck can't stop laughing. Yeah, the, the whole beginning thing. And then also the and outro. The yeah. So the beginning and the end. <laughs> the beginning and the end. Yeah. 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 That ties yeah. it more together than a lot of episode titles on this show. Yeah. So that's most something. of them are pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. Lagrimas um, de Oro is one that sticks out. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest title. Yeah. Well, the best episode title is coming up this season. It and is. that is, of course, Lactose, Lactose Intolerant. Yes. <laughs> wait for that one they really can't they really did it to themselves with that shit you know what i mean and it's like (laughs) you love Uh to just see it's like yeah man i get it of course you would do that and then here you are (laughs) 20 years later how it's not that long but Uh my goodness hearing you guys say that was that long ago i cannot believe it i was 26 years old what (laughs) 
crazy. I know. Oh, okay, wait, boy. So, I can't believe I was ever that young, you know? Okay, first, before we even get into it, um, yeah, please yeah, yeah. Tell, tell the audience, tell our wonderful listeners all about you. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, queer, non-binary, trans person, uh, comedian. I have a new album out. I know the plugs are later, but I just want to let everybody know up top. I have a new album out and I'm very proud of it. It's called uh, Pull Yourself Up by Your Bootleg, which I also came up with the title. Very, very proud of that title. Um, but yeah, that's that's me. A comedian, actor, writer, all around good guy. You know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a bit of a gender Can cowboy. Vouch. Whatever. Can definitely vouch. Yeah. You're a good guy. Uh, everybody on this yeah. podcast is all around good guy. You know what I mean? I so, think so. Yeah. It's always fun to be around yeah. good guys. Uh, but yeah, good a big stuff. baseball fan. I have a baseball podcast. Plugs are later. Sorry. Um, you can not define by our double plugs. plugs. Sure. <laughs> Do you uh, want to plug your a team? Do you want to plug your team? Oh, yeah. My my, team? my actual team that I play for is uh, a team called Death. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Same. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we actually have like a bat coming out, which is pretty cool. Um, Wait, I have real? it and I'm not, I'll show it to you guys later. I don't want to take up time on the podcast showing everybody something that they can't see. Um, but yeah, that's me. I mean, I've been, you know, just like getting through this pandemic like everybody else. Uh, watching Driving. a lot of Ink Master and uh, awesome. peppering it with the bisexual every now and then. And, you know, Good just stuff. Uh, oh, and I do Instagram lives on Sundays that have been really fun uh, talking with people about uh, all kinds of things, but t- usually gender. <laughs> That's what I tend to talk about, and that's cool. So I'm into it. Love talking about gender. Always love talking about gender. Favorite things to stumble my way through. It's one of my favorite fairy tales to talk about. (laughs) There's no right answer, and there's no wrong answer. So let's just talk about it. You know what I mean? I love that. That's a great jingle too. That could (laughs) be like yeah, that was a really good. Yeah, yeah. We should record that. Well, I guess we just did. We just did. We just laid that track down. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. We'll get Lauren to put some beats under it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Shoot Maybe the um, season one L word I honestly feel like if I heard that, it would bring back like that would make yeah. me like a little tender bean. You know what I mean? Like that first mm-hmm. season. Yeah. Like that was something for me, you know, um, but it, it yeah. did a lot of stuff for me. Life changing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's an L word right there. Speaking of what is your L word origin story? Um. So my L word origin story, like I'm trying to remember, you know, uh, I'm trying to remember exactly where I saw the first, I feel like I started watching the first season. I was house sitting, I was in college and I was house sitting for a professor. So it was like the first time I was ever like living on my own, you know, cause I, I, I lived at home for, co- I went to like a commuter college, um, paid for it myself, you know, all this stuff. So in the middle of Akron, Ohio, in the middle of, so this would have been like oh four, you know, like so I was, yeah. I was catching it right after the first season had happened. So I I was aware of it, and we had the internet obviously, but it's not like it is now. So it's hard to even really remember what it was like. Um, so I was like yeah. just vaguely aware, but they had cable, you know, like at a level that I didn't have, and so I I think I watched it on demand. And I feel like it just like changed me, like watching it changed me. And I, I had already started to see like some queer movies, you know, because like Blockbuster existed. <laughs> but um, oh my God, yeah, because Blockbuster always had like even in Akron, Ohio, had a tiny little LGBT section, mm-hmm. which I think it was oh, yeah. even called yeah. that then, which is nuts to think about that it wasn't like gay movies it was like lgbt movies LGBT, which is like i yeah. don't even know what this stands for you know <laughs> what um, are all those letters exactly 
Uh, and it was just like two Wong Fu and then like maybe go fish or yeah. something. Um, but Six degrees of separation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, water for Muriel's wedding or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> As a um, Muriel's wedding. Yeah, that okay. one. Which was precisely. always in the gay section for some reason. Benny and June. And you're like, wait, what? Well, some of Jennifer Aniston, where she was like a gay guy's best friend. Is that the... Remember that? The object of my affection. Oh, yeah. Oh, Not is that, that Paul Rudd was in that? Yeah. Oh, weird. Man. Wow. Bringing back that, some oh, memories. Oh, in and out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In and out. <laughs> uh, and then out. the birdcage. And that's it. But um, And that yeah. was in the birdcage. <laughs> the whole section. <laughs> Honestly, I fucking love the birdcage. It's so good. I still it deeply is. love the birdcage. It's that's so a great fun. movie. It, it's so good. And it's such a great version because like we're getting we're still, you know, today having the conversation of like, should straight people play? And it's like. I don't know, man. Probably not as a general rule. Like, probably see some queers first. And then if you absolutely sure. cannot find the right person, sure. Robin Williams, you know, like, <laughs> like, like fine. his performance is so grounded in humanity and love in a way that, like, I yeah. have not seen this. And, like, I don't even know if Robin Williams is actually straight. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Like, I don't really know. And no one will ever really know. But um, anyway, this is totally off the topic of the L word. But that was my experience. <laughs> Of like seeing it there and then totally like hit on my first girlfriend with it. Like we watched it or whatever together. Brilliant. Yeah. Yes. And then I think I like watched all of it and then a friend had been watching it at the same time. And then it became like our show. And I, I got season two on LimeWire after completely spoiling myself <laughs> as much as possible on uh, the website that probably shall not be named anymore. Um, like I used to just read <laughs> like it was like I had to know. I had to know. So that I could be okay, which is just such a weird, like I needed to know what the storyline for the second season was so that I could feel safe, which is just like where I was at, you know, as like a 23 year old queer trying to understand. But people who are younger, I think that or somebody that didn't experience the show firsthand, you know, just what like totally get it. But for me, this was my first group of gay friends, like yeah, not same. like gay friend. It's like I, I, I knew queer people, gay people here and there, but I did not have like a group of gay friends to, to just be immersed in at any yep. time, you know, like until honestly out here, you know, like honestly, mm. Los Angeles, yeah. it took till 32 or 33 years old to find mm. that. Um, and so, yeah. and a lot of that is me, you know, it's not like the world, you know, whatever, <laughs> but that was what this show gave me for better or for worse. <laughs> it gave me that, you know? And so I will always yeah. have a, a place in my heart and, and the sort of like the first season, uh, how rooted it is in lesbian cinema. Like it really did come from that tradition from go fish mm -hmm. basically, you know, it's like, for sure. Oh, it came from the, like the, the creative forces that were really involved in it with Rose Trochet and, um, Gwyneth Turner. Yeah. Uh, Gwyneth Turner. Angela Robinson. Gabby. And, uh, you know, all of them just like Gabby being, DeVoe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Gabby DeVoe. Um, being very influential in, in the story and the narrative and the way it was shot, like it really did early, which is why it was so interesting for me to watch one of these episodes. Um, yeah. because it's very different. <laughs> Uh, like, but uh -huh. that was just we have like, really fallen from grace here. Yeah. It just, <laughs> yeah. it really made yeah. a lot of sense at the time. And it's wild to go back and watch that and see it now based in television that's happening now that like, even just the way that show was shot and what it was doing at that time was like, so nuts, so nuts mm -hmm. yeah. that it was existing, mm -hmm. you know? Um, yeah. so that's my L word origin story. 
I love that. Yeah. I remember I watched the show and it, I, I was like in college and watched it. I think it. we're all around the same age. Yeah. 38. 39. We'll be 39 in April. So yeah. 58. I'll be 39 in August. Yeah. So, yep. Welcome to the crew, everybody. 82. We're all exactly the same age. <laughs> yep. And I remember... My friends and I, we in college, like it was like a bunch of queer people. Like it was my first ever group of gay friends. We would every Sunday we would get together with the one person that had Showtime at their apartment <laughs> or their dorm or whatever, and we would watch Queers Folk. And yeah. then we started seeing the promos for the L Word, and then started doing that. Like r- kind of it, it kind of grew off of that. But L Word was like such a different show than Queers Folk. Like it oh, really yeah. was. Like mm-hmm. you're right. Like it's, it's Genesis was in this like indie lesbian film world whereas Queer as Folk was this like remake of the British one and it was so like glossy and set in the club and like it was such a different and vibe. allegedly in Pittsburgh. Allegedly in the <laughs> glamorous like, clubs in the of state Pittsburgh. of Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah sure. Um, man I mean a show now set in the queer clubs of Pittsburgh would be incredible. Oh it would be like, lit. The drag yeah. scene in Pittsburgh is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, anyway yeah, it was such a different show. And and yeah, by the time you get to season six, there's like shadows of it remaining, but not much. It's yeah, it's a lot of cooks in the kitchen, I feel like mm. over the course mm-hmm. of the show, like yeah. uh, just seeing like remembering like, oh, right. Elizabeth Ziff is a co-executive producer on this show right now. It's like, <laughs> yeah. and no, like, honestly, no shade to Elizabeth Ziff. It's just like, oh, you sure. kind of like lost where you were going. Like what what purpose was the show serving? You know, it's just mm-hmm. like there's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot going on. Yeah, you know? there's just a lot going mm-hmm. on. We have one more question, then we can get yeah. into the episode. Um, did you have any favorite characters or anything? Like anyone mm. resonate with you? Anything like that? <laughs> I mean, <You> say no, <laughs> no. I mean, I loved the show, so I feel like there was. Yeah. I feel like I had my relationships with every character over time. Like I wa- I I rewatched seasons one and especially two many times. Like I bet if we watched one of the first four or five episodes of season two, I could probably quote a scene. <laughs> like I could probably still do <laughs> yeah. it. You know, like it was just a thing that I did. It's the thing I've always done with everything, but this show just like really gave me a lot, you know, it just really gave me a lot. And so, uh, but you know, I had my time with Shane. I had my time with Bet. <laughs> I had my time, you know, ultimately, I, I mean, that's the thing, like turning this episode on and dropping into it without, you know, rewatching really any of it, not getting the context of the season, and just going like, man, Dana really was this show, you know, like there was a, there's like some, there's <laughs> yeah. just relationships yeah. and I don't want to beat a literal dead horse in talking about Dana, <laughs> but it's just like, that was a, re- she was an incredibly integral part of what made yeah. the show so fun and real. Mm-hmm. Like you lose a lot when you lose That's that, funny. that third, that middle person in the Greek chorus of Alice, Dana and Shane and like it just it's really missing a lot like everybody's just mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. out on their own and there's not like a or real coupled. center mm-hmm. yeah exactly there's just not and you know there's so many characters on this show the OGs are like the ones that I gravitate to the most because I feel like in season three I was just like no thanks <laughs> that was where I was like mm, yeah I don't season know. three was terrible yeah it just really when, it we, really when we revisited it we were shocked by how <laughs> like just consistently like I remember not liking it, but like it was profoundly, profoundly awful. It was yeah. deeply terrible. Like yeah. I would imagine. I mean, I just remember that episode where uh, Max is sitting at dinner with everybody and they're all basically oh, laughing at lobsters. him. And I just was like, how dare Fucking you? Fucking lobster dinner. Like, I, it's... How dare you do that? You know what I mean? Like it just is so, uh-huh. yeah, it's, it's so cruel to its own audience and it doesn't even know that. And as yeah. I was watching this episode, I was like, 
Has anybody that is working on this show ever lived anywhere other than Los Angeles? Because it doesn't feel like it. You know, it really doesn't feel like it. No, it doesn't feel like yeah. it. Um, but, you know, like, I think retroactively, retrospectively, without having rewatched it whatsoever, I have, like, a real soft spot for uh, Daniela C. as an actor. That little, sweet <laughs> little, know. sweet little friend, mm-hmm. sweet little, I don't know, mm-hmm. like, little, like, field nymph. Just like, yeah, sure, yeah. I'll give it a shot. Like, what <laughs> Like, holy shit, after, after yeah. doing a small amount of acting that I've done to realize then what that person was given to do and the fact that they did it with like a big heart, it's just like, wow, great job. Great yeah, job, I know. kid. You did yeah. the best you could. You know, We talk about yeah. that. We talk, we talk about, about that, that a lot. lot. <laughs> just like our like deep empathy and sympathy for Daniela yeah. and just like what they yeah. went through. They seem like such a sweetie. Um, yeah. yeah, they do. My goodness, you know, just like yeah. a tender sweetie. <laughs> I know. It's like, what a sweet little babe. I know. Um, I know. I, I did have like a funny answer to my favorite character. It's it, and I always yes. get their name wrong, which is like they're clearly my favorite character. Uh, but I think their name is Dax that worked at uh, Ivan's yes, garage. Yes. Who worked at the body shop? Who worked yeah, at the body like shop? the best, like with the Ivan. Only Butch mm-hmm. representation in the whole show, potentially. Yeah. You know, like wow, thank you. <laughs> like that was uh-huh. it. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they had like they had their yeah. hair like this and a tank top. I, I mean, obviously, I remember this character. Yeah, of course, like just <laughs> yeah. just embedded in the brain, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a great character. They had wanted... two. They were in two episodes. They're in two oh, episodes. That's so funny. In, in many seasons of my heart, maybe one line. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like a line I think or two. Uh, over the brilliant. in in the hood, working on it, and then they get up and they uh-huh. they're doing this, and they're and like, they're, "Ivan's over there." Ivan's no, gone. Like, like wiping oh, the hands off on a towel. Yeah, he's. <laughs> 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 Broken up, Kit. You're going to have to get out of here. You broke his heart, man. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my God. And Ivan. Okay. Of course. Anyway. All right. Ivan. Yes. Let's do it. (laughs) Today's episode is episode 603, LMFAO. No relation to the band. And it was written by Alexander Kondracki, directed by Angela Robinson, who we love. We We actually love both of them. And I believe they are married, or at least they are partnered, which is wonderful. So that's fun. Um, this originally aired February 1st, 2009, before we were born. Um, let's get into it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Let's get into it. Okay, the first thing we notice is that both Nadia and Dylan are in the previouslys, which is never a good sign. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Dylan. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> not good. This is not good. And then we go to Shaolin. <sighs> yes. The esteemed movie studio Shaolin, um, oh where Tina's walking in. Everyone's concerned. Aaron wants to see Tina ASAP. So he is like screaming at Tina and she has no idea why, um, which is not that weird because he's like always screaming at her about something. He's but, a bad um, boss. It seems that the negative for Jenny's film has been stolen. Remember when we had negatives? Yeah, right. Can you tell me what that like? I don't understand. Okay, so well, later in the episode, <laughs> Tina tells you exactly what it means. Tina does explain it later in the episode, but they shot this film on film. Yeah. This was back before we shot everything on digital, um, even though digital was an option in 2009. I know. I love how she's like, you can't just digitally project things, Jenny. And it's like, it's 2009. You absolutely can. You super can. <laughs> you but super totally can. Okay. I movie absolutely exists. I believe a movie has already won at con for that right now yeah. as you're talking. <laughs> yeah. So this film, somehow they shot 
this movie on film, which is okay. wild. Um, because well, Jodie's an art, uh, art, an artiste. Exactly, and that was she probably was and demanding so like to shoot on film. High art, as they high say. High art, <laughs> indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Aaron thinks that Tina did this, and Tina's like, I don't even know that it was stolen, so I didn't do it. Airtight defense. I didn't yeah. even know about it, so how could I have even done it? I don't see how I, I how could I steal something I didn't know about? I'm like, oh, right. she got you there. Um, mm-hmm. He calls Jenny devious and insane, and thinks that she did it, and now it's Tina's problem because. Jenny is, I guess, Tina's responsibility. I guess just because they're both women. I don't know. Yeah, but he's very sexist, this man. He sure is. He screams a lot. He sure is. He screams a lot. And he's always screaming at Tina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as we know, I'm not like a fan of Tina, but she doesn't deserve to be screened at by this terrible man. I agree. But in the grand tradition of season six, where the cold open features one of our series regulars vowing to murder Jenny... She then mm, oh, basically yeah. looks into the camera and says, I'm going to kill Jenny and winks. Um, yeah, I forgot about that whole thing until she did it. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Plausible deniability. That is like a first idea on the wall and then it sticks and then you do it. Uh, <laughs> Nobody goes. Yeah. Eh. They're like, well, we could do. Yeah, OK, let's you know what? We'll write it down, but I'm we sure we'll come there. up with something better. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like yeah. narrator. Whoops. They did not. <laughs> The episode just writes itself from there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just, you know, hand it off and then see what they do on on the day. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's fine. They didn't even write the scene. They were just like negatives missing. Yeah, yeah. Aaron yells at Tina. Yeah. Tina murders Jenny. Yeah, right. They're yeah. like, yeah. what we need is to be able to do in the previews a montage of everyone saying that they want to kill Jenny. That's what <laughs> we need. And so you're going to have to find a way to get into the show. That has to be in every script. Every script. Every season. script. Yes, a death threat. <laughs> a direct threat at someone's existence. Yeah. Jenny's life. Yeah. Oh, because boy. you never know when a boring person like Tina could do something exciting like murder. You never know. You never, it could happen. Could it happen. Probably didn't, it probably didn't happen. Also, Tina didn't steal the negative. Also, neither did Jenny. Anyway, um, then we cut to Jenny's for a beautiful scene between my favorite couple of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Shane oh. and Jenny. Yeah, Reese is a Shenny truther. So welcome. wait, really? Okay, <laughs> just checking it out. I mean, I remembered watching this like how crazy it was to me that this happened, and that there was a big part of me that was like into it. But I will tell you, this time around, I like could not even look at it. Like I couldn't even watch when they were together for whatever reason. I was just like, oh, 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 like I couldn't do it. <laughs> Luckily, I had my eyes glued to the screen <laughs> for this beautiful morning after when, you know, they, they were such good friends. They were best friends. They knew each other so well. Yeah, and then they friends. had sex and it went really well. They had a nice sex time. They had good sexuals. And she says that she's happy they fucked. And they start making out again. And it's just so sweet. It's the morning. You know, I, I love how Shane's like, I don't know what to say is the first thing when they woke up and my partner goes, how about good morning or want some coffee? <laughs> Keeps, Even just I believe a, a dog oh, comes. Oh, good you're morning. There. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Woof. And Jenny's like, do you think we made a mistake? And Shane's like, no, absolutely because they didn't. Not. Oh, wow. Because yeah. it's true love. Yeah. Also, Sounder 2 has a cameo in this scene. Yeah, the I dog. that. I noticed that a little bit of sounder too. I was like, oh, right. Jenny has a dog. Just barely. Where is the dog? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The dog's never around. This one's going to die too. Just like the first one. 
Unfortunately, Shane's journey towards giving Jenny oral sex is interrupted by Alice. Knock, knock, knocking at the door. Jenny's going to give Alice notes on her treatment, which last time we saw, Alice was writing a screenplay and calling it uh-huh. a treatment, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But now she has papers <laughs> with words on it in pen. Yes, she wrote yeah. them in a pen in pen on paper. So this is definitely yeah. notes. This is not a screenplay. Yeah. You can't handwrite and turn in a screenplay. I mean, right. you can, but they're going to give it back yeah. and tell you to type it. <laughs> Shane opens the door. And Alice is like, <laughs> you had... You had sex all night. I know that look. Woo! <laughs> what look? Yeah, I had sex all night look. Anyone I know? You banged. Mm-hmm. You banged. This is your bang banged. face. Yeah. That's bang face. Yeah. Yeah. You've got bang. bang hair. You've got bang face. <laughs> bang written all over you. Okay, this is, I thought this was very funny. This is so funny. Really good directing from our best friend, Angela Robinson, where <laughs> Alice is just sort of like watching them and we're watching uh-huh. them with her and picking up on all the clues. And then there's this like slow camera push <laughs> yeah, in on Alice nice. as it dawns on her. And she looks at once horrified, disgusted. And intrigued. <laughs> yeah. 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 I laughed. I did too. I actually laughed. Well, I, I laughed LOL'd. Out loud. Wow. You I didn't LMFAO, but I did LOL. <laughs> I LMFAO'd. So she has to go to the bathroom. She has to go to the bathroom because she has to text every single cast member of the show to tell them what's going on because, much like me, Alice loves gossip more than anything. <laughs> yeah. And then they have this really funny texting montage with everybody receiving their text messages. That was funny. <laughs> Yeah, right? it was good. It was good. It was like legit. And it was funny. Although I would say like, come on, Kit owns a business. She knows what her phone is doing. Like, come on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can't. I was like, oh, we get it. Kit's older than everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was funny. Helena falling off the treadmill is always going to make me laugh. Yeah, you know? that's funny. No matter anyone falling <laughs> off a treadmill is funny. Full stop. Um, Bet laughing at her meeting. Tina screaming at her meeting. Bet laughing at hers. I mean, that yeah. was great. Yeah. Also, Tina's meeting has a cameo from Angela Robinson herself. Oh, yeah, that was oh, funny, too. Right. And uh, yeah. the the writer. Yeah, uh, yeah, Alexandra was also in that scene. Yeah, that was yeah. that, was, that was cute. I enjoyed that. Oh, the song that's playing was a real blast from the past. Right. It was Shut Up and Let Me Go by the Ting Tings. Um, <laughs> I have not heard that song in 11 years. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that in like an iPod commercial or something? Yeah, too? like that was what was like it was like big break moment for that band. Yeah, that was the song. So anyway, she's sending all these texts. Everyone's reacting. And then Alice comes out of the bathroom and Helena calls her because she needs the rest of the gossip. She needs to know what's going on. And so now we have Alice like hiding behind the front door while they're on the porch talking to each other and like whispering to <laughs> Helena what's going on, which was very funny also and very <laughs> I mean, this is like so campy and I feel like when the show is at its best when it gets lets the characters be really silly and campy. So this was really fun. Yeah. And Jenny wants to set boundaries and has no expectations. And Helena very rightly points out that Jenny has no idea what boundaries are, which I appreciated. (laughs) Just anyone talking about boundaries on the show, I appreciate because they never do. (laughs) They never really define what boundaries are. They just kind of say the word boundaries a lot and then never have them. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They're like, we should talk about this or we should say the word at least. (laughs) Yeah. If you say it, it doesn't matter what you do. Exactly. So they kiss and Shane leaves for work and Alice is so, so grossed out. And it's very fun. I thought it was really funny. I enjoyed this whole bit. But the before uh, Shane leaves for work, there's a little discussion as to to whom's hair she is cutting 
And she's like, Jenny's like, are you cutting Patrick oh, Dempsey's hair? And she's like, no, no, no. I'm cutting Eric Mobius. Maybe it's Mobius. Maybe it's maybe it's his hair. Maybe it's his mm-hmm. hair. Uh, yeah, the oh, actor shit. who played him, that. which is so funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like not paying attention. I was trying to write notes. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. You were writing notes. Oh. But yeah, she's cutting Tim from seasons mm-hmm. one and two. And does he come back in three also with all the babies? Is it three that they run into each other in a parking three, lot? Three. He comes back. That's when Max when- asks him if he and, pumps iron oh, and they yeah, go yeah, eat yeah. at pink's hot dogs <laughs> the hot dogs at the oh hot dog God. store <laughs> yikes and then he says next time jenny's gonna be dating a german shepherd oh god um, anyway jenny asks alice to keep her mouth shut about all of this mm-hmm. and alice is like right yeah it's none of my business and jenny's like no it's not any of your business i thought that was also funny and also very uh just ill-timed because she already <laughs> texted everybody Oh, that lovable scamp, Alice. Then we go to Beth's office. At Carly University. (laughs) At Carly University. Yeah, we go to Carly University (laughs) where Beth is walking into a meeting with her ex-girlfriend well on the phone with her girlfriend who she cheated on her ex-girlfriend with, which is a move. It's a move. It's so trashy. It's so trashy. (laughs) She's like, she's like, bye, love you. And like stares at Jody when she says, I love you, Natina. Yeah. And it's a matter of like a week or two. Like it's a matter of weeks, it's been right? Like, like this is a month. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's not like a month. Yeah. That's, two months. that's pretty trashy. I mean, mm-hmm. that's pretty trashy yeah. for Bet. You know, like Bet. Bet gets around, but like I just didn't expect that kind of behavior from Bet. No. Bet Porter. Could be a little t- maybe tactful. You know, Go- Governor yeah. Bet Porter. And- <laughs> <laughs> the governor, you know. The mayor, <laughs> mayor, mayor. That Porter, twenty twenty four. Yep, absolutely. I'm voting. Uh, she's mad that Tom is at their meeting. Yeah, she's like, I can sign really well, Did, and she's like, actually, you don't sign. Really yeah. Well. Oh yeah, that was good. Did Tom and that Max hook great. up? Is that something that? Yeah, they're okay. yeah they're together. All right. Oh, they're together. They are yeah. together. And in the previous episode, last week's episode, uh, Max found out he was pregnant. Right. With and Tom's then threw baby. Tom against the wall and called him mean names and kind of beat him up a little bit, which is super fine. That's okay. Fine. All right. Well, anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not good. That's all right. Not good at well, all. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jody will refuses to resign, but threatens to fire her if she won't resign. Right. Which seems pretty yes, straight up legal. harassment. Uh, even yeah. big time. With, with me not knowing much of what's going on, I was like, well, this is unethical. <laughs> yeah. Big time unethical. It also was unethical for Jody to make this weird video art installation that was all this like alleged captured footage of Bet, but that's not really what's mm-hmm. being mentioned here. Oh, oh sure. What's being yeah, discussed here is the environment, the workplace. Um, and you can't, if you enter into a relationship with somebody who you work with, you have to face the fact that one day you might be working together and not together anymore and you don't get Certainly. to fire them. <laughs> yeah, you don't. It's incredible <laughs> that, yeah, you know, <laughs> I, yep. It seems like this never crossed Bet Porter's mind. Certainly did not. Good for you, Bet. Way to not think any of this stuff through. <laughs> I mean, she didn't yeah. think it through when she hooked up with Nadia and we will get to that later. Yeah. Also, again, Jody has never looked better. Oh my God, she looks amazing in this episode. Marley Madeline just crushing it (laughs) for this whole episode. (laughs) I love that they were like, season six, we need Jodi to be like styled better, like 
better hairstyling, better wardrobe, better make. Like, we need to like up the ante mm-hmm. on Jody's look because this will make Bet look even more foolish that she has <laughs> yeah. broken up with her. <laughs> yeah. I also I do think Wait. she has a bit too much of a like perfect tan for an artist. Mm. But other mm-hmm. than that, yeah. just like loving it. Back <laughs> to Shenny's. I think that this entire scene was improvised. This is so funny. I love the any scene where Alice and Jenny are like antagonizing each other is always yeah great. That did this seem was yeah, so wonderful. fully improvised. Um, I don't yeah. agree. I, I'm not on the same page with its wonderfulness. However, <laughs> uh, <laughs> glad to see actors getting to do something they seemingly wanted to do. <laughs> so Jenny's a bitch, I guess is the is the is the conceit of the scene. Yeah, Jenny acts towards Alice exactly how you expected that she would. I found it to be entertaining because I like the two of them antagonizing each other, yeah. but yeah. everything that was said was ridiculous. Sure. I, I mean, I agree with that. Like, I, I don't think you're yeah. wrong. I just was like, this is so, this is so, it is hard to jump back into this show and take it seriously at all. I guess you're just like, what oh, is anybody yeah. talking about? <laughs> like, yeah. people don't talk to each other. What are, like what's anyone ever talking about on the show? <laughs> like, she's yeah. like giving her notes like some executive from 1950 or something. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, who? Yeah. What? What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and also, she says, I mean, basically, she she says that the, the script is about Alice and Tasha. Alice is yes. writing a script about her own relationship. And Jenny says their relationship is unrealistic. It doesn't work out. And we're all supposed to be like, ha, 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 ha. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but I wasn't. And then Jenny suggests that Alice do cartoon voiceovers. Right. Which was I love like, that. Like, such, a, such a weird dig. Also, can I, I just point out, I hate how dark the apart- that, that house has been turned into. Like it's so it's painted so dark and it's just like such a, mm. it's like so weird. This this <laughs> whole episode is so dark and Carly and I talked about the lighting on it ahead of time. So just want to point out that I'm already not mm, into the lighting of this episode, especially yeah. in these like interior spaces. Um, mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just so it's such a choice. Like it's almost hard to see people's faces, which is a weird yeah, it choice is. for a television show. That you where you're for watching a, people talk to each other. <laughs> yeah, for a television drama that's about like yeah. interpersonal relationships. Right. It's, it's very, hard to see people's faces. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. It gets very difficult it near really the end dark. of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really hard see. later. And when it was um, really hard originally, because I would watch we watch screeners, and usually mm-hmm. the screeners they haven't like fixed everything yet. So oh, it was basically sure, yeah. just like watching a dark room with like little voices peeping out of it <laughs> with like glitter because everyone was wearing a lot of sequins that, then that year. I oh, guess. yeah. This season is all like the sheen business suit with yeah. the wide collar. That really took Big me wide back. Collar. Holy goodness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. They had to buy those in those. Europe. <laughs> yeah. They had a lot of those big wide collars Woof. on standby. I used to call those lesbian yeah. collars. And it I think that still that's still is. Thing to call I mean, them. I've, yeah. you know, it is. I think that's accurate. They would um, make those shirts for about, they went to Europe and bought men's shirts from Europe. You know, Europe. The monolith of Europe. <laughs> Heard of it. And Hello, then, I'd like <laughs> one ticket to Europe, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just went over to Europe and went to the Europe store for clothes and, and then tailored them for Bet's body. Well, wow. there's the Bet version and then there's the Tanya version. Then there's no, no real space in between. No, no, no. I yeah. mean, Tanya from... <laughs> the tauntaun oh you mean dana originator Dana's yeah tanya. yeah <laughs> how dare you bring her up <laughs> i occasionally see that actor in other things and i'm like oh my god like i love it 
Wow, I forgot that she existed for a second. Oh God, the Tauntaun. The Tauntaun. Jesus Christ. The Tauntaun. Tauntaun. So, she could be in the Ting Tings. <laughs> oh my God. She could form her own band called the Tauntauns. Um, mm-hmm. So, okay. So this meeting goes horribly. Tina's here. She's banging on the door. Alice goes to leave and she's like, hey, Tina, by the way, um, don't. I was not supposed to tell you that they hooked up, but like whatever. No one's no one cares. And so Alice leaves and Tina's not here to talk about the missing negative. But Jenny's really into this new cappuccino machine she just got. She has to make the cappuccinos and she has to be interrupting Tina and not listening to her with the noise of the all the beans. (laughs) And my favorite part is when Tina says, Jenny, if we don't find it, no one's going to see the movie. And then she goes, are you saying that nobody's going to see the movie? (laughs) <laughs> that was my favorite yeah. part. again this was improvised which i think mia is pretty good at but laurel always looks like a little bit panicked she looks lost yeah 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 you can also tell it's improvised because mia says out like a canadian at one point yeah <laughs> she does she just goes straight back to canadian near the end of it yeah it's so yeah. funny it's super funny i do love how laurel holloman explains how like film works and is basically yeah. like I don't care what's on the editor's computer. We have no way of digitally projecting a movie. What are you talking about? And we absolutely did have that technology. We absolutely had the ability to project <laughs> totally digitally. Did, as I said um, before, but it's just so strange. It's such a weird conversation. Is that a real thing? Like that could someone could steal like a film reel and that would mean that no one can see the movie? Is that like a real thing? That feels like something that could maybe happen in like 1950. Like Maybe even. I feel like, yeah, like, I feel like if you're talking about 1927, you know, right. when they're okay. like, we have, so, you know, stealing the negative would be really, but I feel like very early on people made copies because like if you right. messed up in the edit, you had to have copies of it. Right. Also, right. you had to have yeah. copies to edit, you know, like you had to have more yeah. than one negative to be able to like splice a scene in or whatever. And also there's not like the, I don't know. It just, it's, it's very, it's a very simplistic explanation. Of- it's like real loose. It's, um, yeah. It's basically, to me, it lines up with somebody being like, they stole the script. We can't shoot the movie now. You know, like, that's what it feels like. Even it, even if it's accurate, it doesn't feel the way it's being acted. It's like, they stole yeah. our words. We can't do it. I mean, this has never happened, right? Like, this has never happened. Like, are you asking, is this a concern that people, that filmmakers have? And the I'm answer asking, is no. This is not a concern I'm, that anyone actually has. Like, if this was a real situation that could happen that someone could steal a negative and then the film would be canceled. Then it feels like that would have happened at some point in human history. Totally. Right. Yeah, it's not, it's not like really a thing. Like if you, yeah. okay, if you shoot on film, then you've got all the different film reels of all your footage and then that's all digitized yeah. and that's what the editor is working with. And then eventually you want to take that final edit and go back to your original film and like create the final reel. So like, could someone steal that final thing yes yeah it's it's all very unclear and i do think it's possible it just feels it's very contrived within the world that they're (laughs) somebody stole the negative very it's very like warner brothers looney tunes Mm -hmm. hanna barbera like it's very you know like snidely whiplash coming Mm -hmm. by with his like funny mustache and like zipping by in a car with that yeah it's a children's version of what would happen (laughs) yeah big time that's what I was trying to say. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, when I made my first film in 1998, um, which took my entire hard drive and uh, Adobe <laughs> Premiere 1.0, um, I made like 10 VHS copies of it 
Just, yeah. you know. Well, you're smarter than these guys. Shaolin pictures. Shaolin. <laughs> so the scene ends with Tina having to ask Jenny if she stole it and Jenny being like very offended that she would think that. And Jenny's reasoning behind why she didn't steal it is that her agents have dropped her. She has basically this film will be like the only thing that could potentially even help her continue to have a career in this business because she has nothing mm-hmm. otherwise. So she seems I don't think she did it, guys. I don't I don't think she did it. She didn't. No, I mean, she, she didn't, didn't do it. it. Well, yeah. But Sorry, I spoilers. I don't but I feel like spoilers did. don't even matter in season six because it's so bad that like, who cares? You can't spoil yeah. something that's already yeah. rotten. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Alice and Shane are at the planet and they're talking about mm-hmm. Jenny. Yeah. Shane's just going to be totally chill because they understand each other. Right. She's like, this isn't going to become like an instant relationship all of a sudden, even though it already is. Already has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't just like sleep with your roommate and then it's chill. That's like the opposite of chill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's super unchill. I would say unchill. Yeah. So once upon a time, Leisha Healy was in a yogurt commercial for YoPlay. Oh, yeah. And um, the commercial involved her eating yogurt and, and they were like, how good is it? Blah, blah, blah. Good. Blah, da, 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 good. <laughs> you know, everyone knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm. This is like cute best man good. No, this is like burning this dress good. <laughs> yep. Yes, I do. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> we get a little homage to the yogurt commercial here in the planet with um, Shane and uh, Alice eating yogurt out of like these very small bowls, like bowls that I feel were like for soy sauce. If you have sushi, you know, like they were that size, <laughs> eating these tiny little, these tiny little, ooh, these little baby, baby, baby bites of baby yogurt and being and talking about how good, it was, how, good how good the sex was. So ha ha ha. <laughs> it was good. Better than I expected. Good. Yeah. All right. We go back to California University, also known as Carly University, where (laughs) Bet, this is amazing. This is a real great Bet Porter sticking her foot in her mouth moment. She storms into Phyllis's office, guns blazing, screaming about Jody, who is obviously in Phyllis's office already. Yeah. And then Phyllis has like actually a really great conversation about how um, there's this thing called accountability and responsibility Mm -hmm. and you need to be a professional and you can't say that your subordinate is being insubordinate when the reason that you want them to resign is that you had a relationship with them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You kind of have to um, just suck it up at that point. (laughs) I love, I love the emphasis, the continued emphasis on how bad a sexual harassment like suit will be (laughs) specifically because it's lesbians. (laughs) As though that has some extracurricular sort of like, Oh my God. (laughs) Like what? Sybil Shepherd that really Sybil Shepherding around in every scene. She's just <laughs> really sibling everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, love man. how chill Jody is. I love how wrong that is, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, when Phil's like, and again, Phyllis is correct. When you enter a sexual relationship with your subordinate, you relinquish your right to fire her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's true. Bet, come yeah. on. Get with it, Bet. And Phyllis talks about um dyke drama and you definitely get the sense that phyllis like was really proud of herself for using the phrase oh yeah you know? she hit that dyke really hard in that read. she hit it hard yeah. <laughs> she yeah. was ready yeah she was word. like dyke <laughs> drama right that's what it's called right did i say it right so we go back to shenny's reese's favorite place my favorite the dark house this scene was the so darkest dark. room this was so dark jenny walks into shane's 
nap and wakes her up, which is a little rude. But she says that she finished her treatment. Oh, now she's got a treatment. They, they have dueling <laughs> yeah, now she's treatment. got a treatment. Ooh. Jenny's treatment is about Jenny and Shane. And Alice's treatment is about Alice and Tasha. Write what you know. Write what you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably about, um, well, I guess it would be about Jesse and Sean. Oh, um, right. Of course. Yeah. A sequel to The Girls. The Girls so 2. So she was thinking about how she liked having sex last night. And Shane liked it too. So then they start making out again because they think they're going to have sexuals again. Do more sex. Yeah, do more sexes. Yeah. There's going to be more sexy. But they don't even let us see it because we just go to no. the next day. Is it the next day? I guess it was, was Shane napping or was it nighttime? I truly don't know what's going on, yeah, but it's time to really film a new episode of The Look. There's no time. way of knowing. Time for a bummer episode of The Look. <laughs> oh, boy. So the first thing I notice is that her blonde co-host no longer looks like she's walking through a windstorm. <laughs> Every time we've seen that woman previously, her hair has been like brushed back and then hairsprayed Oof. as if she was... Like whoosh, like a gust of She's wind like hit her. like the gorilla so glue. Her hair was like a little better. It was less back, like flying backward, less wind. But Alice had like a really like young Republican mom haircut, which I was uh, a mm. hairstyle, which bumped me out a little bit. I didn't like that at all. Yeah, and a and a young Republican mom top. Like that whole scene yeah, really oof. took me way back in yeah, the time that machine. That was rough. In, in terms of wardrobe, <laughs> a, really yes, took me. time capsule for Ooh. real. <laughs> <laughs> also they're all like in black which is like nobody would ever dress a talk show host in all black like they look mm -hmm. like they're hosting a funeral you know what i mean like yeah what? that would never happen <laughs> they kind of are about to i mean yeah you're right mm -hmm. so alice goes completely off book here um and we see everyone panicking the producers panicking the hoster panicking because she wants to read a letter that someone sent her a letter that taught her a valuable lesson <laughs> I don't even know how to take this seriously. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it. yeah, it's hard to take it seriously because it gets to a place. She reads the letter that like uh -huh. a viewer has written into her about her brother who wrote a love letter to someone who then shot him in the face. Now, is that right something that has happened? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. However, uh, on the day, <laughs> if you're... <laughs> reading that and that is the way that it comes across i would have been like you know what i think we need to workshop this one little part let's do a little pickup here <laughs> yeah. if, if i yeah. was angela robinson i'd be like um let's just leave, let's just do a let's just do a read through of that part i think we can get in there and uh alicia yeah. if you could just give me um and then he shot him let's just leave it at that how about we just, just leave it just at end that it, and end not, the sentence there let's not say in yeah. the face <laughs> let's see how that plays because it plays as yeah. almost comedic, even in this context. Yeah. Um, it's super weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's super weird. It's supposed to be serious. Um, <laughs> I think I feel like that could be the subtitle of the L word. It's supposed to be serious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it's like, yeah. Because it is at its height when it's campy, but then they have a hard time translating around and, like, giving uh -huh. each thing its due. And it's like, yeah, do this the thing. Total... Actually, you guys should do this thing. Like, I stand firmly behind you doing this thing, but not like this. <laughs> right. Exactly. The tonal yeah. shifts are a little a little jarring, you could say. Mm -hmm. I, I get hit with the airbag yeah. many times. Yeah, big time. Yeah. I also just was like, I mean, this would have been in the news. Yeah. That stuff always was in the news mm -hmm. when it oh, happened. Yeah. So that we could all remember how terrible the world is. 
It's also wild yeah. uh, to have her bringing up like outing, you know, like that as like, it's yeah. so, it's such a, like, it actually gave me a lot of, I don't know what the word, but like to just stop and go like, oh, I'm so glad we don't really do that anymore. <laughs> I'm so glad. Yeah. And and I guess, yeah. you know, there's many ways to look at it, you know, like I don't, I don't really have a, a, a firm stance on the whole thing but i'm glad that 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 there doesn't have to be like i mean it's definitely that that sort of um in-group kind of uh assault i guess i'll use the word to like out somebody mm. publicly uh for the mm. the service of the community or, or the liberation or whatever um it has certainly shifted into other places like that that sort of aggression still exists within the community mm-hmm. and in the in-group or whatever but I'm just glad that that's not happening. You know, I'm glad that, 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 that we yeah. as a people yeah. I'll say are like do, just doing uh-huh. it a little bit differently. And like, I'm just glad that that's not a thing because it doesn't, it doesn't end well for anybody, you know? And right. like, there's just like so much, there's so many better ways of doing that. You know what I mean? Like just outing people. Yeah. And because I immediately was like, Oh, right. I forgot about like, Katie Lang getting outed, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. and, and somebody yeah. would look at that now without the context of experiencing it firsthand and be like, well, it, I mean, it's the same thing as like my experience of like telling somebody's, you know, like coming out and then being like, duh, you yeah. know, it's like none of yeah. it, is, none of it is <laughs> yeah. kind, you know, none, none of that is right. kind, like mm-hmm. none of yeah. it is kind, you know, and like whether you knew mm-hmm. it or not, or whether it seemed that accurate or not, it's like, you got to let somebody else live, you know, like it's anyways, I'm going off on a tangent now, but like, it just was interesting to me to be like, Oh That's, wow. Yeah. It was still, is. it was still a thing. <laughs> yeah, It was still a thing in 2009, even if the L word was yeah. being a bit retro by doing it in the context of the fiction yeah. of the show. Uh, it was still like around in that way, you know? Um, yeah. Just wild, wild to consider, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. This, yeah. In this moment, Alice is basically resigning from the show because she was hired to out just people, out people basically. which is also mm-hmm. wild to yeah. consider that a tv show would ever yeah. want to have that as a bit like no that's yeah very- yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i know yeah i mean that was what press hilton was doing i guess at the time oh yeah i guess so mm-hmm. oh yeah you're right i completely forgot about all that because i didn't pay attention because it seemed toxic anyway because <laughs> <laughs> it was it was <laughs> continues to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah but when she first started talking she was like you know everyone's you tell dirty gay secrets i was already like oh god because i didn't remember we've talked about this before but season six is the only season i haven't rewatched since mm. it originally aired yeah. and i had to recap Same. it um so i forgot and i was like oh god i was like is she gonna like talk about shane and jenny like what is she gonna do <laughs> right, yeah. that's what i thought she was about to do too <laughs> yeah. weirdly yeah because i hate it when she does that stuff it makes me so uncomfortable <laughs> yeah it doesn't make no. any sense the the like no. the personal is political yeah. like no that's not what this is <laughs> no yeah so she reminds everyone that homophobia exists thanks alice <laughs> you know what else is homophobic is hiring what? alice on the show just to out people that's also yeah. homophobic that's also super you know, homophobic everyday yeah. homophobia <laughs> yeah right so bigotry you know but let's let's get ex- let's get extreme anyway so she brings the house down like down like oh sad. yeah everyone's very concerned everyone is upset and unhappy and she's clearly about to get fired <laughs> yeah in this world where the look is shot live i guess i guess sure <laughs> <laughs> let me go to shaolin where uh, yes. tina walks in everyone is whispering about her whisper, whisper everybody's about looking her. at her whisper, whisper, whisper. Over by the yeah, yeah. I was looking at her. <laughs> Everyone's staring her down. What's going on? 
<laughs> one of the shots goes right past the bathrooms and I was like, that's interesting that that's where you put that. Okay. I know. It was so strange. And once again, Aaron wants to see her right away. He's an abusive boss. Joke facts. <laughs> he gets an awesome facts that someone has clearly forged Tina's, Tina's signature on a memo yeah. from a cur- like from who from Tina to Deluxe the who has side, the print the East Side messaging uh, East Side messenger service a messenger is coming to get the print and you have to give them the print and here's my signature to prove that I am in fact Tina Kennard and you can give them the print Tina Kennard right. Tina Kennard <laughs> so now it like really looks like Tina orchestrated this even though she clearly did she obviously did not right because why would she obviously did not Tina's not interesting enough to do any of this like yeah. this never even no. occurred to her no she tells the line you know, like as mad as she is about them changing the ending and the title and the poster, she still <laughs> never thought to do this. No, because she doesn't. Who would? No one's ever done this. Also, it's, it's not, not a thing, thing anyone does. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not a thing people do. It's not <laughs> no. a thing. No one's ever been like, I've stolen the negative and now I'm holding your film hostage. Like that's yeah. It would be very easy to get a movie not made. <laughs> you know, like there are many ways. I know. Like movies pretty yeah. much don't get made. So like going to all this trouble to get it not made doesn't make any sense. <laughs> movies get not made every day. All the time. Every hour. Every yeah. moment yeah. of every day. <laughs> Another movie is not getting made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now Phyllis and Bet are having a drink at a bar. And uh-huh. Phyllis wants Bet to resign. I totally forgot about this. And fully busted out laughing when she was like, I think you need to resign. It's, yeah. I was like, oh and, my and God, she, Bet, you she suck. She takes her to that Chili's <laughs> to get her to resign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It also looks exactly like the bar in the new series, the L word, the Generation Q. Oh. It looks exa- it's shot exactly oh, the, one the same that, way. Stoptropic or whatever? The same angles. Yeah. I stopped watching after episode three, but like it looks exactly the same, <laughs> at least in my mind. Episode also, four is when it got good. Shout out. Yeah. Okay, Sure. And, but <laughs> shout out to the uh, the Dosakis shit hanging in the back of the bar. I was like, there it is. I used to, in you know, back in the day, uh, my friend that had Showtime that I found out she was watching season one and we ha- had this friendship over the show and then we started watching it together. That was our drinking game is every time somebody had a Dosakis, you drank and we would get very drunk yep. <laughs> watching this show. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. it yeah. is on the show constantly. Shout out. Yeah. And the, also no one calls yeah. it Dosakis. They just call it beers. <laughs> yes. Which yeah. is my favorite uh-huh. part. But shout out to the Dosakis in the background of the shot. It's so perfect. Yeah. When the show was airing and I was in college, my my friends and I would whenever we were we'd be like joking that that was like the official beer of lesbians. Like we had, if we were oh, going to, yeah. somebody was going to drink a beer in a bar, we had to get that It had one. to be Dosa Keys. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it was yeah. on the sh- fucking show. That is a hundred percent. The only reason I ever drank a Dosa Keys is because it was on the same, show. Same, fully same. <laughs> um, so she's like, you know, if you don't resign, I'm going to, I'm going to have to fire you. Yeah. Cause she already has a complaint. Ridiculous. Yeah. But then we find out that Nadia filed a complaint about her. O M, which is OMG bold, but also it was bold of bet. <laughs> it was super bold. We all recall when when Nadia, you know, was was very upset when Bet called things off with her after their one night, um, and then she had to move away. She had to move up to Seattle to start working at a hospital. Seattle Grace. Um, <laughs> right, we all know yeah. this famously. It was cap- it was <laughs> yeah. on the documentary series Grace Anatomy, where it followed her adventures 
changing her name, going into the witness protection program, and it's a whole different struggle. Yeah. But um, yeah, and found someone who could really love her. Yeah, and it was good that she did file that complaint before she left for Seattle. Yeah, and of course, I mean, obviously she did. Bet like she hooked up with Bet, and then Bet rejected her. That's the next move. I've seen TV shows before. That's what you do. Yeah. Also, yeah. Um, Phyllis calls her a co-ed, and Bet is like she was a grad student. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Um, yeah, but she's like, "Why didn't you tell me that?" And Phyllis is like, "Well, I just whatever." But then Phyllis says she'll always be grateful. She, I thought you'd get mad. <laughs> yeah, which is true. She probably would have gone to Nadia's house and been like, "Why did you do that? You came on to me." And it's like, "Yeah, true," but also like you could have been like, "No." She absolutely would have harassed the shit out of Nadia if she yeah. had found out that she filed a complaint against her, which is also <laughs> yeah. very is indicative of a much larger problem. Yeah. Yeah. When you get accused of harassment, what do you do? You harass. You harass a little bit more. <laughs> Going harder. Yeah. yeah. Do it more. Tumble down. What do you do after you sleep with your TA? You start sleeping with the artist that's visiting uh-huh. your school in some capacity or she's a yeah. teacher. I don't know what I don't know what Jody's doing there, frankly. <laughs> yeah. Still don't know what her job is. Yeah, she's a visiting artist, but then she was such a fan favorite that they decided to renew her contract, I think. And, you know, no. they had to get, keep Tom around. Of course. Phyllis says she'll always be grateful to Bet's leadership. And then she starts talking about how she actually has a, has had a crush herself. She's had a crush on someone um, who she finds tall, strong, brilliant. Don't. Erudite. Don't. Obviously, we all know that it's um, it's Bet. Mm-hmm. She has a crush on. She wants Bet to ask her. She's like, "Do you want to know who it is?" Like it's like when you have yeah. like something you want. You're like, "Come on, ask me, ask me, ask me who it is." Like, <laughs> she's like, "No." Shout out to Jennifer uh, Beals's uh, food and mouth acting because like Shane does that <laughs> shit all the time, and I can't stand it. And, but Jennifer Beals is good at it because she's like just yeah. like absentmindedly putting these peanuts in her mouth. All to set up the like look that she gives her, <laughs> like nah, you know, to like have these peanuts ready. Like she really does crush it in this scene. She does. Yeah. She's and her like face backing away from Phyllis when Phyllis tries. Uh-huh. But also, I mean, come on, Phyllis immediately undermined herself. Like you, this why? Yes. She's like, she's like, I dropped Joyce in a heart. Bananas. Anyway, showed any attraction to me. She's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> This is so funny. <gasps> Bet's reaction is to just laugh hysterically in her face because yeah. she doesn't know what else to do. And she doesn't think she's serious, but she's very serious. Deadly serious. Leans in to tries to kiss her, falls. Hard yeah. edit out. You'll have my letter of resignation in the morning. Bet. <laughs> Hard edit Hard on the edit fall. out. <laughs> it's like Phyllis is leaning in, Bet's leaning out, and then Joyce yeah. just falls out of frame and then, and then we're Helena out. I think and then, <laughs> I Helena think in the too. forest Helena <laughs> flowers the planet Dylan has sent Helena a topiary a, cri- a tree <laughs> a whole flower garden does Helena work at the planet Helena owns it oh right yeah. right her and Kid are co-owners they bought it from Ivan they're co-eds Oscar. they're co-eds who that's own right, the that's planet right. exactly <laughs> they're the co-eds of the planet and also of their sister and business, the Porter, yeah, Hit, hit Bar, club. Porter Peabody's hit, Pleasure hit Palace. Bar. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Remember the days of Cunt the Night on this show? Like, plausible, you know, just like that. That's a real, that, that, oh yeah, yeah, Twat the Night. Sorry, I went too hardcore. Twat the Night, <laughs> twat the night not Cunt the Night. Cunt the Night would be great too. But man, Twat the Night great. was great. That was a great joke. Right? Man, there's these little tidbits of, 
of great jokes, you know? Yeah, Gwenevere Turner, man. That might be number one, actually. (laughs) You can just see the parts that Gwenevere Turner wrote. (laughs) (laughs) Then looking for toast twat the night. Oh, yeah. Toast. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) Helena doesn't want the flowers, but then she takes one of the flowers to give it to a girl that was checking her out. Which is like pretty smooth. Yeah, she's like, and why like, don't yeah, you I love, I love it. this realistic thing that always happens in the L word where people just like see other people and they just like go up and then they, they just like look at them and then like they look at them and then they just like <laughs> give each other flowers and then they're just like having sex in five minutes. Yeah, and then they're like, boo-ba-doo, let's go do it. Let's make out. Here's a flower. One of the cards from Dylan says, you're beautiful when you're angry, which... Y- yuck. It's a choice. It's a choice. It certainly is. I hate it. Yeah. I hated it. You know, they obviously didn't want to put Alexander had to sit on the payroll this week. So instead they sent his <laughs> flowers. They, so mm-hmm. they, yeah, they couldn't afford her day, right? <laughs> they couldn't, they couldn't afford her for even a few hours. She had a lot of other projects probably. going <laughs> um, <laughs> Certainly. Oh. Has she done any? I guess once you marry Jodie Foster, you don't have to do anything anymore. <laughs> you don't have to no. do right? I mean, just, you win. Yeah. Yeah. You win. You you really do. <laughs> that, yeah. That is, that is it. That's bingo right there. That's yeah. See you guys. You did it. Later. You did it. <laughs> I'm going to do my thing now. Yeah. 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 It's only yeah. whatever I want from here on out. <laughs> oh my God. So oh Alice is trying to get dressed at home and she getting dressed to go to a meeting to get fired, but then doesn't go to the meeting because she gets a call from the LGBT center. No, she, I think she's getting dressed to going to to the Porta People ID Pleasure Center for the party that night. Uh, okay, that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. I definitely like missed some things in this episode, even as I was watching it. Certainly, that made it far more confusing. I, for some reason, have never taken less notes than I did. <laughs> On this episode, like this is the smallest yeah. amount of notes I've ever taken. Are we talking about Tasha and Alice at home? Is that the yeah. same that we're talking about? Yeah, right. Ale- Tasha yeah. in the um, Free City tank top. Yeah, this yeah. is where the lighting begins to fail the narrative <laughs> <laughs> fully, big time. <laughs> where, like, and I, I, it, it is just amazing. It's kind of like at anything in movies and film or like TV and stuff like that, where you're you don't realize how good things are until you see a bad thing. And you're just like, oh, my God, Mm -hmm. I had no idea how much the lighting in a film really affects it, you know, until like Mm -hmm. you kind of can't see your characters faces and you don't you Mm -hmm. you you do just start to go like, hmm, what's going on in my apartment? (laughs) You know, like and you don't even realize that's what's happening. Right. Why? Why your mind is wandering. Yeah. Like it's so distracting. I will say shout out to the I feel like classic L word shot out of the closet. (laughs) Like they really just did that (laughs) one. To a yeah. T, and I was happy they to see it that. come back through the clothes and somebody trying to decide. Uh, I feel like they did that one a lot. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. it's, it's great. It's a great one. That is a classic. It is. It is. Yeah. This is the first, this is where the lighting starts to get distractingly terrible. It's like they're like, it's nighttime, but it's like, yeah, no, I still need to like see the interior we have and see what's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. See what's going on. Like, right. And I'll say yeah. in the morning, it was just as dark. So it's it's like hard to right. <laughs> really. I mean, that yeah. bar they were in was brighter than anything. Like the lighting in that scene. Yeah, with, with I know. Phyllis that was odd. It was super bright, you know, and then yeah. Shaolin yeah. is like super bright. But then everything else. Also, is there a single exterior? There's a single exterior shot that we're getting up to. Like there's no exteriors yeah. throughout 
the beginning of the episode and then there's just ones yeah, at the end. Isn't. So they're like really mm. rushing through the story, the narrative to just... This like, is a budget up. Oh, 100%. Yeah. This is a short ep too. Like this was just like, we have like two plot points to hit. Let's yeah. get through it fast. We got to get this information and out. save our money for the big dance competition, you know? <laughs> yeah. Which is where they really went all out. Um, So... Tasha reminds Alice that sometimes you get punished for doing the right thing, like she did with Army. At Army. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Alice is like, ugh. This is not about the Army. This is not about you, and it's not about Army. And then the LGBT center calls. <laughs> this <laughs> was interesting. <laughs> okay. I think I would like to give the LA LGBT center a lot more credit mm -hmm. than... Alice being the person they call yeah. for an emergency. Alice, a person they have not ever, as no, far as we know, met or worked with before. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think that that's necessarily what you want to do. But, you know. Um, well, she was a fan. I don't I don't really have any expertise. Sure. She's a fan of the program, of the look. Because I think that a lot of young people... <laughs> <laughs> watch daytime television shows yeah daytime yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. daytime television yeah <laughs> it would make more sense that she was a fan of alice's video podcast <laughs> right for our chart our chart.gov our chart mm -hmm. i mean our chart our chart is a great thing for our lesbians chart. to say our chart y'all on our chart <laughs> our chart i love i love saying our chart our chart. I love I it. I definitely. I is that shit still active anywhere? Because I definitely had a profile on our chart. Oh, we I all wrote did. for our chart for free. <laughs> yes. Well, our chart was the most broken website. That sh that should yeah, never it worked. It was terrible. Well, they could have influenced an election. They didn't know what they had in their hands. You know what I mean? <laughs> they didn't know. They did not know. I guess we're at the LGBT center, which I thought yeah, was the locker room at the LGBT center. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before the before the big game, yeah. Mm -hmm. But then they're up on the roof, and it says hotel. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. But the LA LGBT Center yeah. is in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, it is. First of all, we meet Jamie. That's right, a new character that we don't know is going to be important yet. Well, okay. So here's the thing. So Tuck, Adele, the actress who played Adele, is like I think like one eighth Filipino or something. But I don't know because I don't think her character was. Anyway, we're at season six, episode three. This is our first Asian character wow wow they really got it in there they're really <laughs> just writing under the wire <laughs> they're like look at our diversity we did it yeah los angeles they're in los angeles, los angeles. california <laughs> but wait wait can i ask you a question though because i i feel like yeah. and i could be wrong here wasn't marcus's girlfriend slash wife asian yeah she was mm -hmm. okay the hysterical the hysterical woman <laughs> This is our first like Asian queer character. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. I just wanted to be, yeah. you know, I just, you know, yeah. Not saying good. <laughs> Real, that was a deep yeah, cut, so and just, I'm very. Yeah, I also wanted to just like lay my credentials out on the table. Yeah. Um. You dropped something. I think you wanna. You might wanna pick it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we did have a hysterical Asian woman in the first terrible season. Just, just, just out of her, awful. out of her gourd. Yeah, and that was, <laughs> that was really nice. How they did it that. It was nice for everyone. It was nice for everybody. That was one of those things that when we when we when we were rewatching it, where I was like, "Oh my holy god!" You know, yeah. Like, yeah. What? And you would think after that, after and that is like a straight. That's like Breakfast at Tiffany's level. Like you've really fucked up with this character. So, um, 
a teenage fan of Alice's is on the roof and she's going to jump. And so the, so Jamie, who works at the LGBT center, decided so to much. call Alice to try to literally talk her off a ledge. Yeah. Alice is not qualified to deal with this, which is literally what Tasha points out, which which later Alice seems very offended by, which I thought was like, no, Alice, you are actually are not qualified. Yeah, to deal like with what this. if what if this went bad? You would feel pretty bad right, about it. Yeah. But Alice, the character probably oh wouldn't God. feel that bad about it. <laughs> she doesn't care. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Tasha says to call the police, though, which is another terrible idea. Well, yeah, um, Tasha's a cop. <laughs> Tasha's a cop now, literally yeah. a cop. <laughs> I don't remember what I just I just remember them talking to each other and then we're at the planet or whatever the nightclub is called. Like that's all I remember yeah. from the episode. Hit like, club. They barely, <laughs> barely talked. Like Alice first was like, I'm first of all, this girl, the suicidal girl's name is Marie. And that's also my name. That was a shout out to you, obviously. <laughs> so that was obviously a shout out to me personally, because that's <laughs> my name, because Reese isn't actually my name. Marie is my name. So that was me. It was me on the roof. So that you, that was you. You inspired that character on the roof. You were I did inspire roof. that character because I was on my roof a lot <laughs> in that era. I, in 2008, That's I was true. on my roof all the time. You came on my roof with me. One time we locked ourselves out of my apartment. We went to the roof yes, and then did. I had to, I had to climb back down uh, classic. Through, through the window and then come back up. Classic. Classic. Classic 2007 hijinks for Reese and Carly. Um, Reese, I had just something just occurred to me. This is so absurd that it can only be explained by some by sort a little, of like a by a little flying insect, like some kind of like extraordinary phenomenon. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps some sort of effect caused by a winged by a caterpillar flapping insect. Well, it's funny you mention a caterpillar because it was once a caterpillar. Mm-hmm. What was once an applique sparkly caterpillar became an applique sparkly butterfly because they are on the roof and that's in the sky exactly thank you for and that's where birds live and butterfly is a bird butterfly in the sky i can fly twice as high twice as high that's the roof (laughs) because it's a two-story building Uh, twice as high would be the roof exactly yeah take a look it's in a book at the LGBT center <laughs> slash library crisis, uh, teen crisis hotline for teens who are on the roof of the LGBT center. Just to be sure I understand her brother is the one who just got shot. Okay. I did not get that. This was what was happening. Her brother. She's the one that wrote the letter. Yeah. So is she also gay. Yeah. Why not? I didn't get this until she <laughs> said it until they said it. She's like, I read your letter on air. And then I was like, wait, what? Totally didn't understand what was going on. Yeah, this was the weirdest possible scene they could have put in this episode. I truly don't understand why this is here. It really lost my attention. I really didn't pay any <laughs> yeah. attention to it whatsoever. I just have a an yeah. image in my mind, the wide of them sitting in between the O and the T. And the o and the T. <laughs> and that being it. <laughs> There's so many ways you could have introduced Jamie. For instance, she could still work at the LGBT center and she could have seen the episode where Alice so bravely got herself fired on the air. Oh, so Jamie is going to be a thing. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. This is a really, this is like, what a simple way to introduce a new character. Um, (laughs) Potential suicide. (laughs) Yeah. Like, right. She could have volunteered. She could have done a live taping at the LGBT center like you and me did. Yeah. 
she could have called Alice and been like, I saw what you did on the show and it was so cool. And I'm assuming that you're fired now. So why don't you come and work with us? Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Now you have a character that you've introduced and it gives Alice something to do. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Brother. Um, <laughs> it's just the last so, season. Build this out. Let's, let's just cares. build it out. Cares, let's right? take some time and build it out. <laughs> yeah. So we go to Hit Club, which finally has new signage that says Hit Club. Porter Peabody's Pleasure Palace. They yep. clearly rejected your much better name and went yep. with Hit Club, which is a terrible name. Hunt the night, like um, I said. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to really tell where they are, though, huh? It is. You know why? Because the lighting is so dark. It's so bad at this point now. You literally right. cannot tell what is going on. You have Kit and Sunset Boulevard, the drag queen, standing outside talking to each other. And it is so dark you cannot see them. These are also both black actors. Yes. So the fact that the lighting, like, there is historically a very racist problem with lighting in film mm -hmm. and television. Many people have talked about this. And there's been a lot of attention paid, especially recently, with shows that are doing things well and finding much better ways to light people with darker skin. And there was a really cool piece a few years ago that um, about how Ava Brokowski lit season two of Insecure that I, oh, yeah, I read that. love. Like, yeah, it's really so good. And there's like a video and it was great. And so many other shows and films are doing this correctly. Still <laughs> now, people are not doing a good job of it, but things are better. Mm -hmm. This is so glaringly terrible so and horribly offensive. It's such a great example of how bad it can yeah. be. You know, it's it's yep. it's actually yep. like a, if somebody's like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, obviously a white person <laughs> yes. is Perfect. like, I don't know yeah, what you're obviously. talking about, which you could be ignorant to it. Obviously, that's like part of yeah. it. Um, if you yeah. ever wanted to show somebody what anyone means <laughs> when they mean, yeah, Hollywood ha historically does not know how to properly light black skin, you know, like melan mm -hmm. melanin rich skin, like Sunset Boulevard specifically, you literally cannot see that yeah. person. Cannot. It is no. bonkers. It's bonkers. It's bonkers. And they're outside uh -huh. of a club. You could easily have those like floodlights that go up for a poster yeah. for the building for anything, anything to like give an outline you know like it is just it's actually crazy what it looks like yeah <laughs> absolutely i don't mean to hit, so hammer bad. it home but it's just like it was so <laughs> glaring it it just i feel like yeah. if i showed this scene to any of my cinematographer friends they would lose their minds yeah i mean like thank completely. god we now live in a time where like insecure exists atlanta exists uh, black panther exists you know like all these shows mm -hmm. exist and people yeah. it's just not happening to the extent that it was but like this is just i mean i was lamenting how long ago this was also not that long ago <laughs> you know it's like right years ago yeah, yeah. but thank it's, thank god things have changed very embarrassing as much as they have yeah. you know in in what is a short amount of time you know again not yeah. perfect but way more examples of good lighting than examples of bad lighting i think that yeah for sure yeah. i think so too yeah i agree we go inside for a second and tasha's like we're gonna toast to alice because i guess she saved the teen's <laughs> life also tasha is, is that... dressed her wardrobe is the same colors as the background of the room that she's in by the way <laughs> <laughs> this is also stuff that i'm just like huh i don't know that i would have noticed this stuff before but after working just a little bit in tv i'm like how mm -hmm. did you not see that like you're putting somebody in an outfit that look, you're under lighting her skin and then you're also yeah. basically putting her in camo for the scene that she's in. I understand right. she's Army. military, but like, you know, it's come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You are right. disappearing this person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very bad. We also find one quick thing is that we find out that Sunset thinks that Kit and Helena are dating. 
Oh, that's right. Yes, mm. of course. Sorry, I missed so much of their dialogue because I was so, so distracted by how I couldn't see them. Yeah. So Tasha likes Alice again now. Right. Their relationship is a roller coaster. Their relationship is totally fine now. <laughs> Last episode, they were making pros and cons. Should they break up lists? And this episode, they're oh perfectly fine. Sure. And then Kit sees Shane and her Jeep pull up and she's like going to go get her, I guess, uh-huh. so that she can get in to the club. And then catches Shane and Jenny just making out, just going at it. And she is shocked. Yeah, French. They're French kissing. European. Yeah, exactly. European kisses. (laughs) (laughs) Straight out of Latvia. (laughs) Incredible. European kisses. Oh, my God. Um, We quickly catch a bit of Bet saying that Phyllis coming on to her earlier was the scariest moment of her life, I think. So so needlessly cruel. <laughs> Kit runs in and she's like, I saw I saw Jenny and Shane in the car. And they're all like, yeah, you don't know how to operate a phone. <laughs> That's so funny. And then like, okay, then Shane and Jenny are just like with the group. They're like, so somehow they got out of the car, got into the club, got drinks and came and sat with the group in about seven seconds. Right. It's incredible. And the geography the really came in separate. The building makes no, there's no clear, it's they're huge. just in a room. They're just in a big it's gigantic massive. room. Uh-huh. Yeah. So then this this like thing goes on for like a really long time where they're toasting and everyone's like looking at Shane and Jenny and Jenny. laughing. Like Bet can't stop laughing. Tina can't stop laughing. It's like mm-hmm. very chaotic. Yeah. Uh-huh. The way that Jenny says, "Hi, Bet." Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Bet. I don't. I don't know that the scene needed to go on as long as it did, but everyone was, was laughing, funny. so I guess it was fine. So FAO. They had to, yeah, they had to really bring the title home. Yeah. But I will say, like, at this point, these people do not seem like they are friends. Like, they do not seem like a group of friends at all. They're just, like, antagonizing each other constantly. Yeah. There's so many, like, pairings in this group that don't work. Like, there's just, like, how is this a group of friends? It doesn't make a lot of sense. It's purely, like, they've known each other for a longish amount of time. Yeah. They're just stuck together. Like, y'all need new friends. All of you. Yeah. Everyone's dancing real bad oh yeah really bad sorry, dancing in the background it was really bad dancing it was just especially bad sorry <laughs> someone had to say it it was hard to see but then what you could <laughs> yeah, see was bad, was bad. <laughs> you could see because of the shimmer the shimmer fabrics and the shimmer oh yeah shirts. everyone was shimmering yeah yeah and then jenny goes to check out the vip area and shane goes to check out the second floor and then well, they called it two different things to shake people off the scent yeah, that no one had any Classic. idea what was happening. <laughs> yeah. The old switcheroo. Yeah. There's a lot more laughing, a lot more laughing uh-huh. happening. Yeah, I, and then, then when they make fun of Shane, I'm just like, man, this is like too much. Like, you guys don't even like cruel. each other. You really don't even like <laughs> each other at this point. <laughs> like, I don't understand yeah. what any of this group dynamic is anymore. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah, I don't think they do either. LMFAO. <laughs> yeah. LMFAO. And then Sunset Boulevard calls Kit up on stage. I'm still so annoyed that they don't have an actual drag queen. I know. This is not an actual drag queen. This is just an actor. Yeah. I mean, but they also did this with drag kings in the in like early season. Oh, like yeah. I yeah. want to say in seasons one or two, they had actors who weren't drag kings or even queer being drag kings. That's just a thing mm-hmm. that they like to do on the show. So, okay. So, Bet starts chanting something at Kit as she gets called up to dance. And it was yeah. not subtitled. I think it was... Go Bollywood, go Bollywood. Go Bollywood, go Bollywood, go Bollywood, go Bollywood, go Bollywood, go 
Oh yeah, we forgot to say this was Bollywood night. Yeah. They like really, they love a theme. Uh-huh. The, hit, the hit club loves a theme. I swear uh-huh. to God, Bet was saying Bollywood. Go Bollywood. Go Bollywood. Like that when she got up. And I was... <laughs> And it wasn't subtitled, so I couldn't tell. But I really do think that's what she was saying. They were doing the subtitles for it for streaming. They were like, "Is that like never mind? No one needs to know what What? this is. Let's just not." (laughs) Except for the podcast, music music plays. Yeah, 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 which is probably what it said, right? Music plays. Tina was really doing like a really intense chair dance during this. Like she was really like dancing in her seat. Yeah, really going for it. Laurel Holland. She really was. She's had a day, you know. And that's where the episode ends. Kit dancing with the not drag queen and everyone laughing. And Shane and Jenny kissing. Shani yeah. kissing and everybody oh, being right. like, ha, ha, They're kissing. Oh, yeah, right. They're kissing because of true love. And Laurel Holloman just like nearly falling on the floor. They're, just, <laughs> yeah. they're all just beside themselves with glee watch, like and derision watching their friends kiss. This is crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is crazy. Uh, I bet. I bet. Anyway, that's the episode. That's the episode. Okay. Did we like this episode? <laughs> Categorically, no. On the scale of season six, which is bad, there were some parts that were funny. Not a lot happens in this episode. Like, it's a real filler yeah, episode. It's a real get you to point from point A to point B episode. <laughs> yeah. It's like this episode could have been a, a text. Like, you know, like this meeting yeah. could have been an email, yeah. is kind of how I feel about this. It basically was a series Alice of sent text the text. Messages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all you needed to know from this episode. Also, shout yeah. out to Alice for using uh, promotional photos from the show as all of her contact yes. photos. Yes. That's kind of my favorite. Uh-huh. Just they all do that. Promotional stills. It's yep. pretty That was our only uh, moment of Max in this episode. Yeah, right. When oh, right. The promo photo of him popped up on Alice's phone when he tried to call her. Yeah. So silly. I mean, that was good that Max wasn't in this episode because every time Max is in an episode, something terrible happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, man, poor Max. God, poor Max. <laughs> How do you guys feel about the episode? Like, just like... Uh. I mean, it. Uh, you know, it's it's hard for me to give like a, you know, just because I'm dropping in out of nowhere, you know, like parachuting mm-hmm. into this season to, that I, I want to be like, what the shit? You know, what was this? Because it's like out of nowhere. It, it's, it's just like, it's really weird. It's really weird television. <laughs> yeah. um, but... You know, ultimately, like, okay, now that I've like thought about it, well, it's like it's fine. It's fine, you know. <laughs> it's it's no it's no season two, you know, it's no season one. It is not. Um it, but it's it's on a scale of like what, one to one to ten or something guess, like that. It's like a five sure. or something. You know, it's not like the worst thing I've yeah. ever seen. And and I mean, shout out to the Eric Mabius, you know. Thing. Yeah, that like, was good. That cool, was good. Thanks for doing that. That made me feel seen, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like that, like, was I know that, is. that was fun. I guess I don't know. Wasn't he on Ugly Betty that at that time? Yes. Oh yeah. yes, he was. Funny. I forgot about that. I was going to ask if everyone remembers when Tim left California to coach the championship swim team at Oberlin. Of course, I remember <laughs> when he left California to coach the championship team at Oberlin. <laughs> who doesn't who doesn't remember everyone that remembers yeah that. it was pretty terrible everyone remembers where they were when they got the news that tim was tim. leaving <laughs> los angeles to go teach the famous swim team at oberlin yeah this is common knowledge, common knowledge. we all remember where we were everybody knows yeah. about the oberlin swim team exactly yeah. yeah a great swim team that definitely exists 
for sure. They definitely have yeah. sports at Oberlin. Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they do. It's biggest. Like everyone thinks Ohio State. They think like Miami of Ohio. They think like, but those aren't really the big sports schools in no, Ohio. No, no, The big sports schools in Ohio are Oberlin. 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 Kenyon, probably. <laughs> yep. Kenyon. Um, yep. They call yeah. it the big two. Yeah, the big two. The big two. <laughs> That's the conference that they're in. They're in the big two <laughs> conference. They just play each yeah. other. That's it. They just play <laughs> each other. Um, yeah, this was a okay episode. I give it a fine. There were funny moments. It Nothing happened in the plot at all. Um, and no. that's about it. <laughs> I really do like Jamie, though, so I'm glad that she's coming in. Yeah, they definitely could have found a less ridiculous way to introduce her, but... This is the L word. <laughs> these are the, this is the L word. And you know what? The butterfly effect is, is a real and a serious... It is. A serious issue. We can see it causing all kinds... Chaos. All kinds of issues, yeah. Also, just like shout out to the fact they got all the way to season six without a character named Jamie <laughs> on a queer <laughs> show. That is a good point. Right? Like, wow. Yeah. You didn't use that one already? Uh-huh. Okay. All right. That's shocking. Okay. Nope. <laughs> do you think the writer's room just kept a list of queer names Definitely. and they just checked them off anytime they used yeah, them? Because sure. I do. They're, at least the writer's assistant did. <laughs> yeah, someone had that list. Someone had that job, that vault had to hold on to that. <laughs> <laughs> all right we did it we wow. got through this episode we did it Rhea. thank you so much thank for you joining for having us me. this was so, so great on this terrible journey we learned together. a lot about lighting yeah. <laughs> yeah and about life and about life and about love exactly yeah um and lmfao we certainly did. and yes that is important mm -hmm. for all of us um this is the time for the plugs. Oh, yeah. Time for the plug, plugs. Plug. plug some shit. Uh, so as plug, I said, plug, plug. up top, I have a new album out uh, and you can buy it at a special dot com. Um, I also have like an enamel pin that my friend who did the artwork, Lindsay Jones, she designed like a little enamel pin. That's just my name and it's cute. I don't know. It's a comic. <laughs> it's hard to make merch as a comedian, <laughs> but we're swinging at the fences. So you can buy that for 10 bucks and then you get the album for the download of the album for free. Or you can stream wow. it on um, Spotify or like Amazon Music, like or all that stuff. Uh, you can also buy it on iTunes. It was number one like all weekend at least. I haven't checked back for a while. Hell yeah! Um, not hey. a lot of queerness on the on the charts. So <laughs> if you want to support, you know, queer art or whatever, that's very helpful. I th I think personally. Um, and yeah, so that's out. It's called "Pull Yourself Up by Your Bootleg." It was recorded pre-pandemic, like considerably pre-pandemic. So if you want a time machine. <laughs> To go experience a live <laughs> show doesn't? without it feeling stressful. I mean, it might feel stressful no matter what. And I'm, for that, I am sorry. But if you feel as though you can, <laughs> this is the record for that because it, it contains no reference to it whatsoever. And uh, people are just like laughing in a room because it was way before the pandemic. So very lucky to get to put that out. Wow. And then, you know, just the usuals on Twitter and Instagram. I've been doing some lives on Sundays, specific uh, time around noon. Uh, that's been really fun, so stop by for those. And then also I'm in the new season of Good Trouble, um, coming back, resuming my role as Lindsay Brady, non-binary comedian. It's a stretch for me. <laughs> I'll say it's been very hard to get into that, very out of my comfort zone, as they would say. Yeah, I mean, Master. What, a, yeah. what an incredible... Your process must be incredible it's, for that. So yeah. I need days to prepare, I'll say. I need yeah. days to prepare. Is that way you do that? The gender things on Sundays to get in. The, yeah, to, to get, get in the into the to yeah. really get in the mindset of a non-binary comedian. Um, but yeah, that's a great. It's yeah. a great Incredible. show. It's a lot of fun. Um, check it out. Yeah. 
And yeah, there's said so they have some really great special guests on that show too. So keep your eyes out for that. And I think that's it for me in terms of things I do. You have a podcast about baseball. Oh yeah, I have a podcast about baseball, but it's kind of on winter hiatus right now because I just needed a quick break. Oh, and just I make uh, tie-dye with my partner uh, and my friend called Trash Canyon, and we have a new drop coming out Oh, soon. yeah, you so, do. Um, buy some tie-dye. We donate like 10 bucks, 5 bucks. I can't remember from each shirt to probably the Sunrise Movement again or the Ochre Project. I might like put it to the crowd who where we should send some money to but we've made like three grand for we've donated like wow, three awesome. grand and just making tie-dye it's been a lot of fun making tie-dye yeah man bar out that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening to to ellen back you can find us on social media over on instagram and twitter we are at to ellen back you can also email us to ellenbackcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, we have a hotline. You can give us a call, leave a message. It's 971-217-6130. We've also got merch, which you can find at store.autotreadle.com. There's stickers, there's shirts, including a Bet Porter 2020 shirt, which is pretty excellent. Our theme song is by B. Steadwell. Our logo is by Kara Sykes. And this podcast was produced, edited, and mixed by Lauren Klein. You can find me on social. I am at CarlyTron. Reese is at AutoWin. Autostraddle is at Autostraddle. And of course, Autostraddle.com, the reason we are all here today. Autostraddle.com. All right. And finally, it's time for our L words. This is the segment of the show where we end things by simultaneously shouting out a random L word. Usually these have little to no relevance to anything we just recapped. Okay, Reese, you ready? Okay. One, two, three. Lymph nodes. Spaces. Laughter. <laughs> what, Rhea, what, what'd you say? Lymph nodes. Oh, that's oh, great. I love that. Lymph Reese, old lymph Reese, nodes. what did you say? What, what, what did I say? Oh, I said liminal spaces. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. That's good. Very gay. I said laughter because I have no imagination oh. today. <laughs> How, there like was a lot of it in this episode. <laughs> the world needs more laughter. Oh my God, you're right. LMFAO. You know where you can get laughter is a comedy album. Just saying. Ah, <gasps> laughing in your lymph nodes. Wow. Finding those liminal spaces. Listen to my album. <laughs> Bringing it back around. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Thank you. We will be listening. back in two weeks with another one of these cool episodes about the worst season of television that ever aired. Thank you all. Bye. Bye. Sunny forever. It's the way. It's the way.